the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When we're about to faint, when our strength seems to be ebbing away, Jesus sustains us and holds us up. He supports us in our difficulties. He sustains us in our challenges. He encourages us in our perplexities. He guides us in our decisions. He strengthens us in our weakness. He assures us in our doubts. For the same Jesus that sustains all things through the might of his power sustains us. That's Pastor Mark Finley, and this is Hope Lives 365. At Hope Lives 365, we believe God answers prayer. Keep in mind this telephone number throughout today's broadcast, 888-244-HOPE. Here is Pastor Mark Finley with today's Hope Lives 365. And what Jesus do? He counts the number of stars, and what does David say? He does what? He names every one of those stars. Great is our Lord. Can you say that with me? Great is our Lord and great and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. You'd have to be great. You'd have to be mighty in power. You'd have to have understanding that's infinite. He's named all the stars. And he's not forgotten your name. The one that created the stars and named every single one of them looks down on a planet called Earth with some seven billion people calling at one another for living space. Who is this Jesus? He's heir of all things in Hebrews 1. All the resources of heaven are yours. He's the almighty creator in Hebrews 1. He's named every star. He's not forgotten your name. He knows your joys and your sorrows. He knows your mountain peaks and your valleys. He knows when you rejoice. And he knows when tears flow from your eyes. He knows when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He is the living creator. Jesus, our great high priest, seven things about the Christ. He first is heir of all things. Secondly, he is the almighty creator. Thirdly, Hebrews chapter one. We now go to verse three. Who being the brightness of the father's glory who being the brightness of the Father's glory. What do we see when we see Jesus? We see the brightness of the Father's glory. He touches the eyes of the blind that are open. And what do we see? The brightness of the Father's glory. He touches the ears of the deaf and they're unstopped. What is God like? Jesus says to Philip, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He touches the eyes of the blind and they're open. Touches the ears of the deaf and they're unstopped. Touches the withered man's arm and is healed. Touches the lame and they leap and run again. He heals the sick. He takes a woman caught in adultery and forgives her sins and she walks away with new life. He delivers the demoniacs. We see in Christ the brightness of the Father's glory. What is the Father like? The Father loves, the Father forgives, the Father changes our lives. The Father wants to embrace us, not condemn us. The Father wants to hold us close, 
not push us away. There is nothing more important to God than your salvation. And if you are lost, there'll be an emptiness in God's heart forever. When we see Jesus, what do we see? We see the heir of all things. We see the creator of the universe. We see the brightness of the Father's glory. Fourth thing about Jesus, take your Bible and turn to Hebrews chapter 1. We're looking there, verse 3 again. Who being the brightness of his glory is the express image of his person. Now, the word used for image is one that denotes a stamp or impression which is the same as the original. Jesus is not a lesser God. Because if Jesus were a lesser God, he would not be God at all. He is the very image of the Father's likeness, the very essence of the Father's glory, the divine Son of God who existed with the Father from all eternity. Now, there is a strange heresy today that sometimes promulgates Adventism. And the idea is this, that Jesus did not exist sometime in the past, but sometime in the past he was begotten or came forth from the Father. The idea is that he's not eternal. The word begotten is monogenes in the Greek language, mono one, genes kind. So it's not that Jesus never existed with the Father at one point. It is rather that Jesus is unique in all the universe. Now, we could read text after text on the eternity of Christ. John 8, verse 58, Jesus says, I am the I am. The Jews knew what Christ meant. He was declaring to be eternal. We could read in Exodus chapter 3, where Jesus talks about where John 8 is referring back to Jesus as the I am. But there's something I want to think about with you this morning. One thought. Let us make an assumption that there was a point that Christ was not. Let's make that assumption. And let's say that Jesus at some point came forth from the Father. What would that mean? It would mean that the time that Christ did not exist would be longer than the time he did exist. If that were true, which it is not. But now you say, unpack that. Okay, here's a point in time so far back that you can't remember. The point in time is so far back that you can't even conceive of it. Just millions of years back, trillions of years back, however you want to define it. But if indeed you say that there is infinity, that means before that point of time, there's more time than from this point of time, because before that point of time, there is no time that exists. So therefore, if Christ even came forth from the Father at this point, and if he is not eternal, how can he give you eternal life in the future? See, if Christ did not exist from eternity, there is no basis for him to give us eternity, then an angel who existed from that point of time could have come. So the fact that Christ is eternal is at the very heart of the gospel. In Christ, there is life unborrowed and underived. Jesus must be eternal. And look at the scripture, Hebrews chapter 1. We're looking at Hebrews chapter 1. Jesus is no lesser God. He is infinite. He is eternal. He's existed with the Father from all eternity. He is the brightness of the Father's glory. He's the express image of the Father's person. Four things about Jesus. Point number one, Jesus is what? Heir of all things. Point number two, Jesus is the creator of the universe. Praise God. Point number three, Jesus is what? The express image of the Father's glory. 
Point number four, Jesus is what? He is the brightness of his father's glory. Three, he's the express image of his person. Now, number five, verse three. Let's read verse one to three again. God, who at various times and in different ways spoke, God still speaks through his word in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us. He still speaks through his word by his son, whom he's appointed heir of all things, all the resources of heaven are ours, through whom he created the worlds. He created the worlds, knows the stars by name, knows your name, who being in the brightness of his father's glory. You don't want to know what the father is like. Look to Jesus in the express image of his person. In upholding all things by the word of his power. He is a great sustainer. He's a great sustainer. He not only created the world, but he upholds all things. He sustains all things. Have you ever fainted? You know, my wife was an academy student in South Lancaster Academy. And for their senior class trip, they were going to go to Washington, D.C., visit the Capitol, visit the White House, visit the Smithsonian Institute and see all the monuments. And they were going to come by and visit the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. Well, if you're ever in Washington, D.C., you have my personal invitation to visit the General Conference. And when you walk in and they say, why are you here? Just say, Mark Finley invited me. We are delighted to have you. So Tini and her class went to Washington and they're going to visit at the G.C. She hadn't eaten much that day and it was quite hot. And as she was going to tour the General Conference, she began to get a little woozy and was about ready to faint. In fact, she actually fainted. If you're going to faint, you better faint in somebody's arms that can hold you up, right? They can sustain you. Jesus upholds the world. That means he sustains all things through the greatness of his power. When we're about to faint, when our strength seems to be ebbing away, Jesus sustains us and holds us up. He supports us in our difficulties. He sustains us in our challenges. He encourages us in our perplexities. He guides us in our decisions. He strengthens us in our weakness. He assures us in our doubts. For the same Jesus that sustains all things through the might of his power sustains us. Can you see? Can you see why this small band of Hebrew believers are so encouraged? They began to understand Jesus is the heir of all things. All the resources of heaven are ours. They began to understand that Jesus is the one who created all things. He has power to recreate our hearts. He has power to take anxiety and worry and fear and turn it into peace. He can recreate that in my heart. He has the power to take all my doubts and fears and recreate it into confidence. He has the power to take a man whose heart is impure and recreate purity in his heart. He has the power to take a lying tongue and recreate honesty. He has the power to take somebody who is filled with such dread of death to give them confidence again. He is the powerful creator. He is the image of the glory of God. Pastor Mark Finley will continue with more in just a moment. Stay tuned. You can grow in your knowledge of God's Word by enrolling in online courses by Pastor Mark Finley. Go to HopeLives365BibleStudy.com. That's HopeLives365BibleStudy.com. When you go there, you will find wonderful courses such as Bible prophecy, discipleship, leadership, or improving your health. These courses are especially designed to help you discover deeper insights into the Bible. 
go to HopeLives365BibleStudy.com. That's HopeLives365BibleStudy.com. Or call right now to register, 888-244-HOPE. That's 888-244-4673. 888-244-HOPE. Here now, once again, Pastor Mark Finley. You can see why these Hebrews were so encouraged. When I look at Jesus, that's what God is like. He's embracing, warm, and loving. He's the brightness of the Father's image, the express glory of the Father's presence. He sustains all things. You can see these Hebrews. You can almost feel their heart beating. Jesus is my sustainer. He's my sustainer. We continue. Sixth thing about Jesus in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. We find it there, verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins and sat down at the right hand of God. Notice the hope in these Hebrew hearts. Jesus purged us from sin. Take your Bible, please, and turn to Romans chapter 5. What does that mean? Romans chapter 5, verse, you're looking there at verse 6 through 8. What does it mean that Jesus is the right hand of God? What does it mean that he is our great intercessor before the throne of God? What does it mean that he purged us from our sins? Romans chapter 5. You're looking there at verse 6 to 8. For when we were still without strength in due time, that's at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man some would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us. That while we were yet sinners Christ died for us. Much more than. Notice verse 8. Christ died for us. In Jesus. By Jesus. Through Jesus. Because of Jesus. Our sins can be forgiven. In Jesus. By Jesus. Because of Jesus. And through Jesus. Grace is ours. In Jesus, by Jesus, through Jesus, because of Jesus, the gift of eternal life is ours. But Paul says, verse 9, much more than having now. Having when? What's the next word? Having what? Now. When is now? Now is now. Because if it weren't now, it wouldn't be now. It would be before or after. Now is now. And now. But God demonstrates his own love toward us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than. Much more than having now been justified by his blood. We are justified now. We stand before God in the righteousness of Christ just before we'd never sin. We shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of his son. Much more having been reconciled we shall be saved by his life. What does it mean that Jesus high priestly ministry... Not only justifies us, but the same faith that receives justification reaches up and receives sanctification. The same grace that justifies me, sanctifies me. They're not two separate graces. Justification and sanctification, it's not that I've been justified in the past and I'll be sanctified in the future. I am justified by the grace of God every single day. There's not one day in my life that I deserve to stand before a righteous God. But the same grace that is justifying me every day is sanctifying my heart. That same grace is changing me. That same grace is making me like the image of Christ every single day. And Jesus, our high priest in heaven, desires to purge our hearts from not only the guilt of sin, but not only the condemnation of sin, but the grip of sin. Jesus not only delivers us from the guilt of sin, he delivers us from the grip of sin. 
of sin. He not only delivers us from the penalty of breaking God's law, but he delivers us from the power of breaking God's law. Jesus delivers us from the bondage of sin. This is not some elitist super perfectionism that's difficult to understand or define. It is rather victory in the life of Jesus Christ. It is glory in the life of Christ. He is our justifier. He is our sanctifier. He is the one that takes us from the guttermost to the uttermost, from the depths of despair to the delights of discipleship. Jesus wants to do much more for your life than you can ever imagine. Jesus wants to do much more for your life than you can ever dream of. Whatever you are struggling with today, you may feel you are far from God. His grace will justify you. There is no condemnation in Christ. You may feel your struggle with sins day after day that you cannot have victory over. For where sin doth abound, grace does much more abound. The power of the living Christ is yours today. He is the heir of all things. He is the creator of all things. He is the brightness of the Father's glory. He is the express image of the Father's presence. He upholds all things with his hand. And he wants to purify you by his grace. In Hebrews chapter 1, Paul concludes this section. Notice verse 3, who being the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person, in upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had himself purged our sins, he sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. He sat down on the throne beside the Father on the right hand of the majesty on high. This is speaking of his exaltation as Messiah. After the completion of his work on earth and his ascension into heaven. He is there as our great high priest. Assuring us of salvation through his blood. And the victory over the temptations of Satan. Since he has overcome, he assures us that we can be overcomers. He reigns upon his throne in the majestic certainty of his final, complete, everlasting triumph over sin, evil, wickedness, death, and the grave. The high priestly ministry of Jesus in the sanctuary above with Jesus sitting on the throne of the universe is a foretaste of the day he will sit upon the throne of the universe where disease and disaster and death will be no more. Where war and weariness and worry will be no more. Where conflict and calamity will be no more. Where pestilence and poverty and pollution will be no more. Jesus sitting on the throne as high priest is a miniature foretaste of the day that he will come as king of kings and lord of lords where all the universe will bow before him and worship him and sing worthy, worthy is the lamb that was slain. When Hendel, George Frederick Hendel wrote the Messiah in about 24 days He was going through a period in his life there in 1741 that was extremely discouraging. He had been in an accident that left him extremely weak and sick. His financial situation was one in which he had gone through a number of financial reverses and he was poverty stricken. He was discouraged, downhearted. He had written a number of operatic plays And as he was contemplating writing an auditorio, he began thinking about Jesus. 
Jesus upon his throne. Jesus reigning in the universe. And his mind was lifted from the challenges of his own life. From the weakness of his body. From the frailty of his frame. His mind was lifted from his sickness and illness. His mind was lifted from the poverty. His mind was lifted from some of the oratorios that he had written that were not successful. And as he was meditating, thumbing through the Bible, he read in Revelation. There, chapter 11. Then the seventh angel sounded, verse 15. And there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. And he shall reign forever and ever and ever and ever. He read in Revelation chapter 19. In the 19th chapter of the book of Revelation, the fourth verse. They worship around God's throne saying, Alleluia, Alleluia. Verse 6, I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude of the sound of many waters and the sound of mighty thunder saying, Alleluia, the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. He read in verse 16 on his thigh and robe, King of kings and Lord of lords. And under divine inspiration, Handel began to write, the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our God. For Jesus sits on the throne. Hallelujah, the Lord omnipotent reigneth. Kingdoms rise and fall, but Jesus is still on the throne. Nations struggle, but Jesus is still on the throne. Political leaders rise, but Jesus is still on the throne. Divorces occur. Families are ripped apart. Cancer racks our bodies. Poverty fills our world. Earthquakes take place. There are natural disasters. There are political disasters. But here is the good news. Jesus is still high priest. One day he will come as king of kings. One day he will come as lord of lords. One day the Christ who sits upon the throne will return in glory. Lift up your head. Wipe the tears away from your eyes. Grasp the reality of the fact you're a child of God. He is heir of all things. The resources of heaven are yours. You're a child of God. You're a son or daughter of the universe. He created the stars and has named them. He hasn't forgotten your name. He knows what you're going through. He's the express image of the Father's glory. The Father wants to embrace you. The Father wants to hold you close. The Father wants to whisper encouragement in your ear. He's the one, the eternal Christ, who sustains all things. You may be weak, but he's strong. You may be frail, but he's almighty. You may struggle, but he understands those struggles. He sustains the world. He wants to purge you, cleanse you. Is your prayer like David, create in me a clean heart, O God, renew a right spirit in me? Is that your prayer? You've been struggling with something. You've come to camp meeting and you've just been struggling with something. His grace is sufficient not only to save you from the past, but to deliver you from the grip of sin. Is there somebody that the journey is long, the mountain is high, the road is rough, your knees are bruised from the falling over the rocks in your pathway, and you're tired and about ready to give up? Look up. Look up, my brother. Look up, my sister. 
Jesus is on the throne. And one day he will come. One day sin and suffering and sickness will be over. Thanks for listening today to Hope Lives 365 with Pastor Mark Finley. Remember, you can listen to this broadcast again online if you would like at hopelives365.com. Have you ever wondered what happens five minutes after death? Do you long for the assurance of eternal life? Is there a longing in your heart for something beyond this life? Dark Tunnels and Bright Lights by Mark Finley is the message of hope you need. This book presents the real truth about life after death and is more amazing than you can imagine. Call for your copy today. Here's the information you need. The book is yours for a donation of any size. Your donations help us keep this ministry on the air. Thank you for your support. Call 888-244-HOPE. That's 888-244-4673 or visit hopelives365.com. Thanks for listening today to Hope Lives 365. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.